the In Conversation podcast series with author Nigel Beckles. Welcome to the podcast. podcast. Please like the podcast, podcast. and subscribe podcast. to this channel. Podcast. Thank you. Podcast. Have you experienced several failed relationships or been through a divorce? How can you avoid making the same mistakes again? How to avoid making the big relationship mistakes is out now. Hi, my name is Nigel Beckles. My new book is packed with practical and common sense strategies that you can use to make better relationship choices. Now you can discover the dangerous myths about love. If your relationship expectations are realistic, why you could be falling in love for all the wrong reasons. How to avoid making the big relationship mistakes. It's a book that could change your life. Available from Amazon.co.uk. Kindle version also available. The very best way to promote your podcasts. Podpage makes it easy to create a podcast website with just a few clicks. Every page is optimized to be found on Google and it stays up to date forever. For more information visit podpage.com. The future of podcast promotion. Get ready for takeoff. Welcome back to my In Conversation podcast series. My guest for this episode is American hypnotist, Doug Sands. Hi, Doug. Welcome to my podcast series. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. So whereabouts do you live? I currently live in Santa Fe, New Mexico, here in the U.S. Okay. And did you grow up there? I actually did not. Um, it's been kind of a wild ride. I grew up in Wisconsin, which is a pretty flat area, and I was searching for some adventure, and eventually it, it found me here to the mountains and to the desert. So what was it like where you grew up? It was very, very rural, very flat, and um, in the wintertime, it got very, very cold, a lot of ice and a lot of snow. And out here in the desert, it's, it still gets cold, but not nearly as much so. Okay. Well, I understand you're a hypnotist. So when did you become interested in hypnotism? I've been doing hypnosis for about a year and a half. And it was a very interesting journey because no one really expects to become a hypnotist. Uh, but I had been looking for something to deal with my own mental health issues. I'd been struggling with depression and anxiety. And I discovered meditation as a way to calm my own thoughts. And a lot of people don't realize there's a very strong link between meditation and hypnosis. When we look at the brainwave patterns, they're very similar. And so when I discovered hypnosis and I realized just how much it was helping me, I knew that I had to go out and share it with other people. And so I became certified and now it's my full-time job. So what type of qualifications does a hypnotist require? A hypnotist, there aren't any specific requirements to um, call yourself a hypnotist. I mean, like doctors have to be certified by a certain board with their government. Hypnosis doesn't have that yet. I would say if someone is looking at a hypnotist, look for someone who is um, certified through a trusted trainer and certified through one of the guilds of hypnosis. There's the, um, there are, I should say there are multiple guilds across the world that they can research more and actually get the standards of hypnosis on. So what type of ethics surround hypnotism? Because technically, or in theory, a hypnotist could persuade someone they can fly and jump off a car park roof. So what type of guidelines or professional standards apply? <laughs> First, I'd say that there's no way to make someone do something they wouldn't originally do. Because when you're in hypnosis, you're, contact, you're communicating with someone's unconscious mind. And that part of the mind is solely responsible for keeping you safe. So if I gave you a suggestion in hypnosis that you would jump into the street or do something dangerous, 
your mind would not agree with that. It would bring you out of trance because I had broken that trust that we had built. And I would say that the ethics behind hypnosis, it really comes down to when you're working with a hypnotist, they are covered by, or they are under obligation through HIPAA uh, here in the US. I'm not sure abroad, but they are regulated for privacy and confidentiality. And so your public, your information is completely private and most professional hypnotists will operate with the same ethics and standards as therapists. So what does HIPAA stand for? HIPAA stands for the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act. And in America, that basically means that any, any doctor or anyone working with sensitive information for your health cannot share that and cannot use that against you. And even though hypnotists are not doctors, they're not licensed therapists in most cases, hypnotists still fall under that because they are working with some very sensitive information, especially around mental health. So are some people easier to hypnotize than others? I would say so, but I personally believe that everyone can be hypnotized because we're doing it to ourselves all the time. People don't realize that what we call highway hypnosis is actually a form of trance. You know, when you're zoning out or if you get lost in a really good movie, because your attention is focused on that movie, you don't realize, you don't notice consciously the other things in the room, whether it's a potted plant or a rug on the floor. Some people are easier to hypnotize. I would say the one requirement for an easy hypnosis session is the ability to focus. Because when you can focus on the sound of a person's voice and on any other sensory cues that they share with you, then you're more able to go into those deeper states. Well, I had hypnosis to help me to stop smoking. Mm -hmm. And I'm pleased to say that it worked. Absolutely. So what type of issues do you help people with? I focus on dealing with anxiety because that was something that was really important in my own life. I also help people with weight loss and things like confidence and other things. I personally don't do much with smoking. That's just not something that uh, I connect very well with because I find the people who often come into hypnosis sessions for smoking, they sign up in one frame of mind. And when they show up to the session, they're in a different frame and they're not quite ready to make that change. I think, in, I think because I've got that personal connection to anxiety, I have a much higher success rate in that area. So give me an idea of what type of issues you help people with. Some of the stranger things that people have come to me for have been stuttering and nail biting. The standard ones are that most people know are like weight loss and dealing with confidence. I would say, aside from anxiety, the one that I deal with the most is weight loss. And after that, building up confidence. So in terms of weight loss, is there a target date for someone to lose X amount of pounds? <laughs> it doesn't quite work that way. <laughs> Everyone thinks you wave the magic hypnosis wand and they just drop 50 pounds by the end of the session. And <laughs> what, you, what you're actually doing with weight loss hypnosis, you're changing their mindset. You're changing their beliefs, their attitudes, and the story that they're telling themselves around losing weight. And so hypnosis works rapidly that way, but it takes the body time to catch up. And so when they leave that session or that program of sessions, they're typically already in that frame of mind of being a healthy person. They just have to let their body catch up and burn off the excess fat and really take shape with the changes they've already made. Well, you're a fellow podcaster. So <laughs> what is your podcast called and what topics do you talk about? My podcast is the Making Meaning Podcast. And I interview adventurous people, whether that's uh, outdoor adventure or travel or people who really have just taken ownership of their life. And I ask them the struggles that they've faced in their own life about 
anxiety and mental health and just the general struggles of life. Because when I wanted to live that adventurous way that I currently live, there was such a gap between where I was and where I wanted to be. And it wasn't until I talked with these people who I wanted to emulate that I realized they had so many struggles they had to overcome too. And it was simply a progression, a step-by-step path that led them there. So is there a particular personality type that enjoys adventure? Mm. I would say not like one specific one. I would say most adventurous people enjoy change. They enjoy variety. They also enjoy being in control of their life or at least having the ability to make their own decisions. Uh, But I do see a lot of people who are on all ends of the spectrums, whether they're really introverted, they kind of hike by themselves, or they're completely extroverted and they travel and go clubbing and um, are constantly around people. That's an interesting comment, actually, because I would have assumed that most adventurers were extroverts and risk takers and thrill seekers for that matter. (laughs) I am personally more of an introverted person and I consider myself adventurous. A lot of the outdoor adventures like hiking and mountain biking, you can do those by yourself and they're actually very meditative. You're out in nature and you're just enjoying it. I would say that adventurers do tend to lean towards that extroverted side because, you know, it helps, you know, you're in a new city, you've got to make new friends and make connections, but introverts definitely do get out there and adventure as well. So Doug, what other interests do you have? I'm really big into meditation and Buddhism as well. Those were the first tools that really showed me that I was able to control my own emotions and they opened the door to what I do now. I'm also really interested in uh, travel and adventure and cooking of all things. I realized very young that I really enjoyed creating things and cooking was such an easy way to express that. So do you think someone with a spiritual mindset or an interest in spirituality would be interested in hypnosis on a general level? Absolutely. Um, Whether that spiritually is talking about established religions like Christianity and Hinduism or anything like that, or it's more esoteric and kind of this idea of the universe around us, hypnosis really fits in well with that. I mean, the Roman Catholic Church of all organizations approved hypnosis way back in 1847, and it stands by that claim today. And when I'm working with someone, regardless of what their spiritual beliefs are, I intended to meet that person where they are whether they're just looking for the science of hypnosis or they're looking for the more spiritual and mind-opening sense of hypnosis. I meet them where they are and help them with their idea of what hypnosis is. You mentioned the Catholic Church have endorsed hypnotism. On what grounds did they recommend it? What did they claim to be the benefits? I believe the standing Pope in the 1950s recommended actually for helping birthing pains for people who did not want to take medicine. So Doug, what are your plans for the future? What's on your bucket list? My bucket list, uh, well, one, to travel the world and to see all these amazing places I've dreamed about. Two, I really want to help so many people with this stuff because it made such an impact in my life. I've made a goal to work with a thousand people in 2021 and really help them expand what they think is possible. A thousand people is a lot of people, Doug. That's a lot of people, yeah. Speaking of which, how can people contact you? You can find me on my website, and that's anywherehypnosis.com. They can also find me on Instagram. That's probably the best social media for me. My handle is at makingyourmeaning. 
Well, Doug, in Santa Fe, New Mexico, USA, thank you very much for your time. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. The podcast series hosted by author Nigel Beckles, featuring discussions with award-winning authors, therapists, coaches, musicians, plus individuals with intriguing stories to share. Available on all major podcast platforms now, 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 now. Thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe. Another In Conversation podcast coming soon.